0: Hello and welcome to Fragments of the Soul with me, Katie Fishlock. Today I'm going to be talking about burnout and I feel this won't be the first time I will be talking about burnout because it's a very multi-layered experience and thing. But today I will be taking the angle of I've got the words burnout is expensive <laughs> written in front of me because it is oh my goodness burnout is so expensive oh. expensive in every sense of the word is expensive as it burns through time it's expensive because it affects your health and anything that affects your health is expensive. It's expensive because, you know, you're off work or you're trying. Uh, anyway, it's just really expensive. <laughs> and uh, burnout is something that I had very much in my life last year. And when it was uh, New Year's, this year. I promised myself that this year I'm going to try my best not to burn out or to get extreme exhaustion. And so far, like we're six months into the year and so far, so good. So I just want to spend a bit of time today talking about my experience and understandings of burnout so far and what it felt like for me. And like I said, I feel this is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to talking about burnout. So anything that I haven't mentioned in this episode, I'm sure we will pick up again at some point because uh, it's fascinating. It's very universal. And I feel maybe a lot of people have experienced some level of it either recently or at some point in their life. So there is that sense of like connection <laughs> when when you speak. I know that every time I talk about burnout, there's always, regardless of who I'm speaking to, I, I do detect some empathy because it's kind of part and parcel with, uh, with today's life and how we live our lives. But, uh, Anyway, uh, maybe I'll touch on that. But for me, I uh, really spend, I've been really spending the last six months in order to not spend another year back-to-back burnout, which was pretty much my 2021 was back-to-back burnout. I really had to do some unpicking. I had to kind of realise what it is and realise what, I was doing and my behaviour patterns and really spend a bit of time with and in burnout to fully understand it in order to hopefully not repeat the patterns. And also, because this is how my mind works and this is me, I find, you know, unpicking something like burnout really fiercely fascinating because it had such a great effect on me i really genuinely wanted to know what this thing is and what started it and what what really is it uh so maybe that's a good place to start really what what is burnout and first of all uh i think i i I definitely say this when i when i get onto one of my thoughts is or thought streams is that um I, I'm not here to provide answers, but just more questions and more curiosity. So what I feel burnout or what burnout was for me, uh, I didn't really know exactly what it was. I was very confused. Uh, I just thought I was ill. I honest, Honestly, I honestly, I thought I was ill. I was like, I'm just like, I'm just really, maybe I have like, I'm low in iron, <laughs> I'm laughing now because uh, honestly, it was that I truly believed I had an iron deficiency. And uh, I went and had blood tests. I had oh, numerous doctor visits uh, to work out if there was something wrong with me. And when the results kept on coming back, thankfully um, negative or nothing really to cause my symptoms. And my symptoms were extreme, extreme fatigue. I just, just had no energy. And when I say I had no energy, it was just, you know, I was still working, uh, but that's about it. I really, I barely had enough to do a day's work and not a lot else after that. And the low energy just made me feel, so down and the low energy and the fatigue made my digestive system go completely haywire and uh, it didn't matter how much sleep I had, what I ate and I stripped everything out of my life apart from just turning up for, for work, I still felt just so deeply tired and just a bit vacant really and that's why I thought maybe there's something wrong with me maybe I'm ill and uh like I said I I, I had some tests and they all came back thankfully negative negative. and then I ended up not long after that spending three weeks in bed and oh I it was um it was in august and august is where my birthday is and anyone who knows me oh my goodness i love celebrating my birthday i take the whole month the whole month of august and fill it with the most self-indulgent lovely things and it's also august tends to be quite sunny too so oh it's just one of my favorite months i mean the italians had something when they take august off i don't know whether they still do but uh Oh, they had something going with that. I just love that time of year and my birthday. And the fact that I spent three weeks in August in bed with the curtains closed, barely, barely got out of bed through exhaustion. And this was, like I said, post having all the tests. So I knew there wasn't really anything physically wrong with me. I then, you know, really had to face what this was, and what this could be. I thought first, and it a dear, dear friend, oh, and hopefully at some point, I'm gonna get him on here and interview him because I love to share him with you, called me up and spoke to me during, and this was well, I didn't really want to speak to anyone. I was just just locking myself away. And we had a chat and he kind of asked me if I was depressed. And having been in that state of depression in my early 20s, which I'm not going to go through now because that's a whole other podcast. I kind of see that maybe it could be. But I was just like... I could feel everything, but I was just really, really, really tired. I just wanted to be alone. And I was just burnt out. And I kept on saying those words. I'm just, just, I've got nothing left. Nothing left in me. And then I realised, and I reflected on the past eight months, or maybe the past year, to be honest, and how I was living my life, and how much kind of disruption was going on. I realised that, yeah, it was actually exhausting thinking about the last eight months that and all the things that happened and how I was just like running one thing after another and just kind of pushing through and just kind of making each day and making ends meet and just pushing through. That's a good point, actually, because I kept on using the word pushing. I was just pushing through, pushing through, pushing through. Just working through it, going through it. I realised that I was going at quite the the speed and and pace. Because I had to. And I also realised that a big thing, actually, was loneliness. I felt incredibly lonely. I think because I had no energy... I was doing the bare minimum I needed to do, because that's all I could manage, which was feed myself, go to work, and go to sleep. And so I wasn't seeing anyone, because I had no energy to see anyone or hang out. And so which meant I was kind of, I was isolating myself by, I want to say accident, really, but... um when you haven't got anything to give (laughs) by default, uh, you make your way to your bed after work, you know? So yeah, I was feeling very lonely, very fatigued and tired and just had just been going at quite the pace. And, uh, that's the bit I want to talk about is the pace. There's so many parts of what I've just said in the last like few minutes that I would love to go deeper in. And that's why I said at the very beginning, I feel this is just a tip of the iceberg, this episode, and several things I would love to go deeper into. Uh, but this podcast would probably turn into about three hours if I did right now. So let's just take one thing. And the one thing that I want to take today is the pace the pace I was going at, the pace I was leading and living my life back then last year for a good eight months. And I didn't slow the pace down until really about six months ago. But it was the pace. And everyone has their own pace. Everyone has their own rhythm and pace to life. And when I say pace, what do I mean by that? I mean, when I talk about pace it's about the speed at which you live your life and everyone has their own very unique speed and that's determined on um your energy levels your own personal energy levels and what you want to do in life and where you're at your age everyone has a very unique pace or speed and um i i realised that I was going very fast, because I had to, I had to put things in place, I had to work hard at several things, so I had to increase my speed and pace of life to, to get myself from one situation to another. And I think that the speed I was going at, and literally not having any breaks, apart from sleeping, and on my days off, I would just be working on trying to reconfigure my life, I was just going really fast and just rolling one thing into the next and not having a relaxing pace or speed. So, (laughs) how is it that you speed up and get out of sync with your natural speed and rhythm? like I said, I'm just going to be talking about my experience and what I found and, and discovered, because that was the question I had. I was like, okay, so why is it that I sped up? And there's the obvious reasons. I had a lot of stuff to do <laughs> and I gave myself a short time to do it. But... uh I just felt there was more to it than like that. What, what was causing me to speed up? And there's a couple of things I landed on. Number one was pressure. I do have a habit of putting uh, timelines in for myself that can be, can be a little unrealistic you know, I'm quite ambitious. So there was that, the pressure to achieve things by a certain time and working hard and fast to make sure I I hit those targets. In all fairness, I did, but obviously everything paid the price, my health mainly. So there's the pressure and putting time limits in for myself. And also one that I landed on, which was really curious, and I spent a bit of time thinking about, was I just wanted to succeed and have success on a number of things. I think we can all sit here and and be like, yeah, yeah, there's things I want to succeed in and and things that I want to have some success in and, and goals and all the rest of it. And... What we tend to do and what I tend to do is, okay. so I really would like to do this or achieve this. And there is so much information out there on the Internet on how if you want to do something, there's a 30 day workshop for it. I can guarantee I can guarantee (laughs) or there's like. Thousands of YouTube videos on how step by step how to get you know uh, a exhibition or how to get your business rolling or how to start up this or how to be at this. There's just there's just loads of programs and loads of uh, steps to follow, and there's an abundance, and that's great. But for me, <laughs> I realised looking at and knowing that there seems to be a formula or pattern or steps to follow to achieve certain things or get to certain places or whatever. The minute I put myself in the mindset of of working through that and doing exactly that, I felt myself speed up. I said, like, okay, okay, so... I want to do X by X that by this day. I'm going to, so I need to do A, B, C, and D. That gives me three months. Okay, and following a formula, a steps, a flow, a societal way of doing things—one for a better word—I felt myself speed up. And to be honest, it was more the um, the way. Society in life says or tells you or suggests or shows you, "If you want X, then do this." And what I was doing was just like road runner, just charging towards it, doing the things I needed to do, speeding up, and then just back to backing burnout. Which just to be honest with you, I I dread to think how many days last year I was actually in bed. <laughs> I'll tell you this one for free: a lot. And what I landed on was, for me in particular, for me to achieve something or to reach a goal or whatever. I have to be much more creative about how I get there. Partly because that's kind of who I am, you know. Um, I I'm not really one to follow programs or steps or anything really. I'm <laughs> I just always take the most creative route, and it's in my body and bones and blood and soul to go about something creative, like in a in a creative way. And when I do that and when I kind of settle in on, on you know, be creative on how you get there. You know, listen to your own intuition, just be creative. And when I s- sit with that already, like without moving a muscle, I can just feel everything slowing down and being so much... More easeful, and it's been hard. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Like I have it in, you know, slightly ingrained into my head. In order to uh, to make something happen in a short space of time, or in a certain space of time, surely the quicker you do it, the quicker you get it. You know, that's uh, you know, if you want, you know a pint of milk from the corner shop. If you run there, you get there quicker. <laughs> if you walk there, you get there slower. It's just, just, you know, it's just how it works. Uh, and then I quickly realised, oh, no, just, just, uh, pff, yes, that how it's, that is how it works, but not when it comes to your life and how you achieve things. You need to, you know, what I ended up doing is because I was going so fast, when opportun- opportunities came my way, I was just too bloody exhausted. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I've now reached that thing. I spent all this time running towards it. And now I'm too tired. And therefore, I'm not enjoying the thing I was speeding up to getting because I'm bloody knackered. <laughs> so yeah, when I when I sit with reaching... And creating the things I would like in my life, and going about it in a creative way. I slow down. I really slow down. And for the last couple of months, I have been oh, been slowing down a lot. And actually, I've found that I have been more productive. And I'm smiling so much while I'm saying this because I've I've I read a lot. I listen a lot. I I talk to so many people a lot. And, you know, it is said, you know, sometimes the slowing down means things ease off and things have a bit more space to come your way. I've definitely been feeling that, you know, I've been really productive. I've done things that have been on my list of things to do for about a year and I'm, I'm slowly ticking them off. But yet I'm having much more in the way of rest days. And... I'm listening to my body and if it needs a day of rest then regardless if I've got something I want to do that day I really try hard to uh, slow down and give it a little bit of rest that day so I'm going to circle back around and remind you all I mean if you've kept with me so far on this tangent ah love you I think I've barely kept up with myself. So if you're still with me, uh, burnout and the little kind of stem or petal I've taken from that big flower of burnout is pace and how speeding up, speeding life up automatically makes you fatigue and tired and burnout and how we don't really realise that we do speed ourselves up. Because we get totally lost in what we should be doing, how we should be doing it. Uh, loads of shoulds. All the shoulds. We get lost in the shoulds. And that's what speeds us up. We go fast. We go faster. We go harder and faster. And then before we know it, we're like, oh my goodness, I I can barely string a sentence together. Or I'm too tired to meet a good friend. And then it all starts crumbling. And then one of the things I realised was was that. And having to get more in alignment with the pace that I feel much more comfortable at. Which is a lot slower than I was doing last year. And that has taken a bit of time. Both physically and mentally. Because we... (laughs) We are so heavily conditioned on the fact that fast, hard produces the goods. And I hold my hands up and say, "Yep, yeah. I kind of felt and believed that too. So to slow down didn't make sense. It, it gave me a bit of fear, actually, because I was like, oh, my goodness, if I slow down and give myself more rest, then oh, I'm going to be people might think I'm lazy and I won't get as much done and maybe I miss some opportunities or I'm not really putting myself out there because I'm not doing much, you know, all that, all that stuff. Do you know what slowing down did? It gave me a lot more ease and kindness towards myself. I was a lot more kinder to myself when I slowed down. I think we can all say how much We need that in our lives as us to be kind to ourselves. And I realised the slowing and getting back to my rhythm and my pace meant that I was much, much more kinder to myself. And uh, with that, the invitations and the open doors and the opportunities have started coming. And now I do have the energy to, when I say yes, to enjoy the process rather than being tired. And so that was one petal of burnout the pace. And for me, I realized that I needed to slow down and be more creative on how I get to a goal or a destination and not to kind of get too caught up in society's pace and steps and programs and just keep to my own and my own rhythm and like i said we're six months into the year and i haven't had any burnout yet or any days or any days back-to-back days where i've been in bed because i can't get up so um Slowly but surely, I think we're getting there. But burnout, this will be continued because, like I said, there were several things at the beginning of this podcast that I really wanted to dive deeper into, but I think I may have lost myself or you, and this thing would have been three hours if I did. So for now, we're going to leave this one here and pick pick it up again soon. Uh, because burnout is something I, I really am still unpicking and find so deeply fascinating, particularly, a little teaser, particularly the relationship burnout and loneliness that I'm so excited to uh, share and talk about because that's something I'm, I've been unpacking and it's fascinating. So for now, thank you for keeping with me. <laughs> thank you for being here and thank you for listening. To me, talk about burnout and streaming my thoughts to you. So, today, I'd like to wish you lots of love and wish you goodbye.